2: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen.
3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Thursday edition, we are going to talk about the move in Denver and the screw job that Sean Payton and the organization gave Russell Wilson, what it all means. We'll get into that for you. We're also going to look ahead to Thursday Night Football, a little bit of revenge for Joe Flacco, possibly, as they're going wacko for Flacco in Cleveland. We are going to talk about Jair Alexander, a very, very strange situation with the Green Bay Packers but it is entertaining. Albert Breer is going to stop by to discuss all the movement around the NFL and potential coaching moves at the end of the season with a couple of weeks left. We're going to look at all the quarterback movement as well, too. Plus, we've got the very latest in our bowl bonanza. We've got some over-unders to get to. And you any you out, it's all yours coming up next here. Two pros and a cup of Joe on a Thursday, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: Hi. Good morning, it's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, it's Brady Quinn, it's Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app, and you know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We will be taking you all the way up until 6 a.m., 9 a.m. Eastern Time, excuse me, 6 a.m. Pacific Time, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there on Unmatched Select. Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com—the way tire buying should be. Well, you know what? It was. What? Fun. It was fun while it lasted. I'll say that. Hell of a what ride. What's talking about? What's uh, what,
4: what you talking about? Let's ride. Yeah, just.
3: <laughs> you are cruel. Just cruel Let's and ride. unusual punishment. But uh, it appears. That the Russell Wilson era in Denver is coming to a close sooner rather than later. The Broncos make the decision to go with Jared Stidham yesterday. That was the big news that came out in the NFL. And so, of course, there are financial ramifications and aspects to it, which kind of lean into why this is all being done. But if you guys would like, uh, Sean Payton has some thoughts and some explanation as for why the move was made.
5: I understand all the, the speculation and everything that surrounds a move like that, and I can tell you we're desperately trying to win. And sure, in our, in our game today, there are economics and all those other things, but the number one push behind this, and it's a decision I'm making, is to get a spark offensively. I heard some folks are going to say, say it's a collective problem, but it looks like Russ is taking the brunt of the blame. I get that, and, and yet um, I can't replace the entire offensive line. I can't bring in five new receivers, and and, it, and if it continues over a period of time, then there'll be another guy here talking to you as well. I, you know, these are difficult decisions, and obviously, there's more attention when it's the quarterback who's who's under contract. But different than maybe you know earlier decisions we've made with maybe last year's prior starters, I can just assure you one thing. And, and honestly, and, and I've said this to Greg and George a number of times, I'm just interested in winning. And and it doesn't matter how, um, when you do this, you know, for this long a period of time, it's all you're interested in because there's nothing like it. And then the other side of it, you know, there's nothing like that either. So that's kind of what it is.
3: So... There's uh, Sean Payton's explanation and his thoughts on the benching of Russell Wilson.
0: Um, Can I be honest Um, with you? This is such a load of crap. This really is everything he's spewing right now. Um, First off, based on what Russell Wilson and what's come out to the media has, has told everyone, that they asked him to take a pay cut basically two months ago. Uh, or void out some of the guarantees within his contract, remove some of that. Which, look, I understand Sean Payton wasn't there when they traded for Russell Wilson and agreed to this deal. I, I, I get that. However, the organization did. The general manager, who's still currently there, did as well. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, I mean, there's certain things in which you, gotta, you have to honor. And I'd and point to this one thing in particular is he's not the issue in Denver, He's just not. If you looked at the top 10 quarterbacks, for example, in touchdown passes, you know, Russell Wilson's sixth. If you broke down, you know, QBR and all these other stats, like he's played better than I think some people give him credit. And it's a, much impro- it's a huge improvement from where it was last year in the first year of a system with a roster that's not quite there, that hasn't been great on defense. I mean, this is still a team that gave up 70 points against the Dolphins earlier this season. And I understand the defense has been improved, and they also moved on from some veteran pieces there. But, I mean, if for example, when, when a head coach is losing, no one comes into it, hey, we'd like you to keep you, but you've got to take a pay cut. You know what the head coaches say? They're like, just fire me then. Because in most cases, that money's guaranteed, and maybe there's some offsets, and if they want to coach somewhere else, they can. But it, it never happens with a coach like that. They get fired. They've got their guarantees. They keep it. No one's going to come up and say, hey, we'd like to waive your guarantee, and we're going to do this thing week by week the rest of the season, or we'll see how things look next year. It never happens. It's a one-way street. And so I I hate the fact that he's ultimately being the fall guy for a team that defensively has never been what it was when it won the last Super Bowl. Let's just be real about that. When Peyton Manning was there as their quarterback, it was a defensive-led team that won that Super Bowl. And they've never been able to get to that point. And now he's got to take the blame for an offense that has been coming together but just can't quite compete yet, probably a year away as you continue to build and have pieces around him. So, look, I understand that we can look into the future and say, well, if he's still under contract, maybe they find a trade partner and that will determine what his value is amongst the league. Or if he gets released and we can get into the numbers and all that, You know, depending on how many suitors, that'll determine how valued he really is. How many quarterbacks are walking around that have won a Super Bowl and been to two? Not many on the face of the planet that are still alive, playing Mm -hmm. or not. And and the way Uh they're handling this to me, and and look, I'm I'm throwing out last year. I understand last year was what it was, but Sean Payton wasn't there for that. And so if you want to hold him accountable, you got to hold everyone else in that building accountable too. And the deal that Russell Wilson signed – it's not his fault. He's going to try to maximize. It's a lot of people in the building who were there before Sean Payton got there that agreed to that deal.
4: Mm. I think the handwriting was on the wall when they took his office away. I mean, soon as soon as that office 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 uh, space went away and he had to go back down into the, the regular locker room and what they would call a gin pop, I think that, that Russ, Russ and everyone should have known where this was heading. You know, and I'm being I'm being sarcastic. Um but you know, I, I think the way they lost to to the Detroit Lions, I, I think played a major part. It's only two games left. So I, I mean, injury clauses or not, you're moving on from Russ or not. You finish out the season. Like like he said, he wants to win. I'm sure Russell Wilson just wants to win. So give him an opportunity to keep his value up high as well. Just like Sean Payton said, if I'm not good, there'll be another guy up here talking to you. And, and there's two games left. Like if you were going to make a move like this, I feel like you make it earlier. And, and it seems more justifiable. You're not doing anything that's going to change the trajectory of, of your team in two weeks, and two games and and so even if you're looking at it from the perspective of ah oh, well we want to save him from from getting injured and he wasn't willing to remove those injury clauses i, I still think that that's, that was more of a to me that's that's more of a smoke screen of if if i'm being honest i just i and i i don't want to say that that's what you were alluding to q but doesn't it kind of feel like at the end of the day he just didn't want russell wilson as his quarterback I mean, maybe he wanted to try. Maybe he wanted to try it, and maybe he had to try it, and knew that he had to try it. But he didn't want that. That's not what he wanted to do. And he probably made that very clear, abundantly clear, when he took the job before well, he took the, the job.
0: The hard part in, in saying that is, you know, Sean Payton's getting paid what we're roughly twenty million or something like that a year. I think I, I saw in a report because he's got so much power, not only for the roster but but as the head coach. And so that bill just got a lot more expensive because he's basically taking all the guaranteed money and what's still owed to Russell Wilson and letting it on fire. And you could say, well, yeah, but he's you know, avoiding any sort of guarantees that this organization is going to have to pay come the fifth, you know, fifth day of the new league year in 2024 because they're not guaranteeing the $35.4 million for the following season's salary and what that would be guaranteed. So I understand that. So yeah, you're saving money in that sense, I guess, if you think it's not going to work. but why go through this season just to go through the season because you feel like you couldn't get out from underneath the contract and then at That's some point in the season, like. you're trying to negotiate with them to, to restructure his contract. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole thing was a mess. and, and imagine trying to do your de- your job, knowing the guy who's calling plays, the guy who's you know in this leadership position over top of you. A, doesn't believe in you, B, thinks you're overvalued and shouldn't be paid as much, but yet he's telling you to go out there and try to go win a game. Imagine how dysfunctional yeah. that is.
3: So, If you put it in that perspective, it makes what he's done this year that much more impressive. Like the, the, the fact that he's having to work against himself in in an offense and in a place where he's supposed to be the guy. Like if you come back from last year, and look, a lot of what happened last year is on him. The office he wanted to be a star, like and and we all took shots at him, and everybody made jokes and stuff like that, but. Like I found myself going, man, you know, I hope he turns this around because the one thing that you can't say about Russell Wilson is, well, he's just a, like he doesn't get in trouble off the field. There's it's not like he's driving around getting DUIs like he's he was a little bit corny at times, but he bounced back. He played really good football. Uh, he was played good football early on this year, and they were in a bad spot early where they were losing games. To your point, the defense was awful. And they went on a run. And the fact that they're even in a position to where, as Sean Payton alluded to yesterday, trying to win their eighth game, I, I think is— Validates
4: Sean Payton.
3: Well, but I think it think also— Think
4: about it. Yeah. Think about it. It validates Sean Payton. But doesn't— And it, you hope that you're going to get some value from—yes. Yes. yes. You going to say, doesn't it validate Russ Wilson? Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. Yeah. It does, 100%. But I will say, it, it probably validates Sean Payton more.
0: Well, let me put it and this way. Do you know who's leading the league in game-winning drives, fourth-quarter comebacks right now? Russell Wilson. Who? Russell Wilson hmm. with two games to play. So, so the reality is you could say it validates Sean Payton to a degree, sure. I, I also think that's a very real thing. It validates, too, what Russell Wilson's been able to do despite having a defense that has been awful this year. And, and so as much as you want to give credit to the head coach, we saw this in the Bill Belichick-Tom Brady saga, but you've got a defense that's ranked 30th right now in the league in yards, 29th in points. And, again, improved, but they still have to overcome that. And, I, and again, I understand their offense at times hasn't been able to score enough points, and that's been their Achilles heel. But this has also been a group that I think you could say you could make improvements on the offensive line. Sean Payton admitted it much. You know, at times oh, the wide yeah. receiver group hasn't played as well as it could. So regardless oh, yeah. of who wants to take validation for it, I just think it's a bad precedent to set, and and the, the the one hard thing that I think you're going to see now is they're still going to be in cap hell. I mean, there are there are going to be 18 million dollars over the cap uh, next year, regardless. And so, if, if you look at the millions of dollars that Russell Wilson is going to count against the cap last year or next year, assuming they're going to release him, they're still they're going to be they're going to take another dip next year, and they're going to have to build this thing back up. And so you're probably two years away and really look targeting 2025, 2026 before you can be as competitive as you'd like to be.
3: And
4: that's probably what he sold them on. He sold them on that. And, and, that, and they have to believe that and they have to trust that Sean Payton is doing what's right. Russell Wilson is only the first domino to fall. And, and how long ago that he was, like I said, I feel like he came into the building. If Russell Wilson didn't make it to the Super Bowl, he was out of there. It's like, okay, you make it to the playoffs, that's still not good enough. That's what I think.
0: If you would have said Randy Gregory and Frank Clark both being released when they were, and that was the writing on the wall, I would have said, okay, it makes sense. Because now that you look back, and and Jonas or Lee, I don't know if you can look up the the dates when they were released, but I would imagine it was the same exact time he was asking Russell Wilson to take a pay cut. And I would imagine Mm. he used that as an example in saying – well, look, we'll cut you, too. Like, we, we're not going to do it right now. But we'll, we'll cut you at some point. You know, we'll cut you next year if you're not willing to take out the guarantees within your contract. Which, again, you know, Sean Payton talks about doing it for as long as he's done it. Okay. Like, you've done it for a long period of time. Is that really what's in the best interest of your players? Like, asking them to take out guarantees that were negotiated into their contract that help and protect their well-being moving forward? Like, every agent, every future player, Beware. This, if this dude's only thing is winning, and I understand it's the NFL, it's a cutthroat league, there's still an element of, you got to care about the people you're coaching. you got to care about the coach that you're playing for. There's still a human element to all this. And, and that's the crazy thing to me is he's just openly saying, yeah, none of that matters. You know, none of that at this point matters, and this was an arranged marriage, and I want out of it right now.
3: So early October is when they made those moves on defense. Randy there Gregory, Frank Clark. So. And, that's,
0: and that's when the reports were that this conversation happened between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson and asking him to take out the guarantees. So it all lines up, and him using that, that you know, cutting these veterans as an example of, well, I, I can still win football games. We'll get younger and cheaper. and So that's what he thinks. Like, Sean Payton's betting on himself and
4: doing it. And by it's a good th- line. He's going to make a lot of money uh, while he's doing it.
3: By, by but, the way, if you guys – if I were to say, who are you more optimistic about in the immediate future in the AFC West? Denver and Vegas. I'll take the Raiders. I would like, so. uh And if you just go down like – Chargers and, De- when, when and Broncos. I hear, when
4: I hear them, we don't know what they're going to do in Las Vegas. When we hear that that's where they're going, then you you definitely would say – there's a strong possibility I, that Vegas is in a better position.
3: I just think. But I don't know about that yet. I, I just think, at least on the short term, whether it's a year, two years, whatever you want to call it, I, in that division with Mahomes, Herbert, and ascending Raiders team, Denver's up against it, man. So, like. It doesn't
4: you know, sound so. Like, daun- I, I don't know why it doesn't sound so daunting to me does this to me. week of the NFL. It doesn't sound that daunting. Like, if he can get if he can if he can execute whatever plan it is and strategy it is that he came in there with cuz coaches have to come in with business plans right, right. they got to tell you what the projections are like what the cap might look like what what they're going to do personnel wise and and who they need in there for personnel and all those things if if I'm Sean Payton I think that the AFC West could be up for grabs in in the next year or two Like you said, let's build up to the next year or two and we can compete against any team in the AFC West. Now, if you would have said last year, I I would say that it might sound more daunting, but I don't look at Kansas City the same way. I don't look at uh, the Chargers the same way unless a new coach changes what's going on there. Las Vegas fired their coach in, in the middle of the season. And as much as I love my boy, I got to be a, a real analyst, right? I don't know if this was a, a team that was desperate, that is playing well for, for their coach and that a regular season of him being a head coach doesn't lead to struggles, I, I don't, we don't know.
3: There's a better chance. We just know
4: that the AFC West is is up for grabs, it, if you ask me.
3: There's a better chance of the Colorado Avalanche winning the AFC West next year than the Broncos. It's not wow. happening. Done. Wow. What do you think about that for a hot Shot take? Shot fired. Bang, bang.
0: Uh, by the way, I think this is even more of a slap in the face, the fact that they're not even eliminated. Like, granted, a 1%, 1.5% chance, whatever whatever the stat is. With two games to play, though, you're not even eliminated. Like, what message are you sending to the locker room? And, and no, it's no disrespect to Jarrett Stidham, but I think it's a consensus. He doesn't give them the best chance to win. So your team right now isn't out of it. You're not eliminated. Small chance, I get it, but still a chance. And instead of putting the best player out there, you are making a financial decision for the future of your team. Let me ask you this, LeVar. How many players out there are going to start making financial decisions on the field? Like, if I'm a wide receiver and I'm blocking and a guy's about ready to roll me up, maybe I'm going to stop blocking. If I'm, if I got to, to this in Pittsburgh, and that's what I'm saying is, you you want to see a team start making business decisions, and he could threaten them to cut them or whatever else. But if he's going to make a business decision and you're still playing meaningful football, meaningful games, why would you not expect every other player out there to say, "Well, pff, why am I putting myself in harm's way?" Like, I'm not playing 100% right now. Why should I just sit out today's game next two weeks?
4: Because I think the opposite the opposite way of looking at it is that he will get rid of me.
0: But yeah, well, like he got rid of all these guys. And he probably will get rid of you anyway. Of anyway, he, yeah. yeah. That's the reality is what's the point of then going out there and not playing 100% if you're banged up, if he's just going to get rid of you anyway? Because we I'll already see it. If, you, you, if you're you, Russell, Russell Wilson your right now, you, you're a top half of the league quarterback. You're in in many categories. He's top 10 in passing, and yet it's not good enough for Sean Payton, at least in regards to this team. They're going to have to clean up some cap issues anyway next year.
3: That's rough.
4: It's a hard one to answer. That's a hard question to answer because I I would ultimately say you just want to make sure that you keep your value as high as you possibly can, knowing that it's an unstable situation and environment. I mean, that's how we was looking at it in Washington. Right. Every other, yeah. every other year we're getting a new coach. And I, I would just say that the reason why I urge my teammates to keep playing, even when they went, even when it came my way, you know, it's funny. Cause I'd be listening to the stuff. I was like, Oh, that's what the hell they kind of did to me. Yeah. Like I didn't even realize it was kind of financial, but it, now that I'm looking back on it, it's like, it might've been financial why they benched me. <laughs>
3: Dang. <laughs> Damn.
4: Anyway, I, I just wanted to put my best foot forward. Because that next team will look at that film, and they'd be like, "Okay, he tucked his tent too." Like that. That's all I would say is, if y'all listening out there, y'all hear this, and that's we're talking about your team, keep playing hard because that's your resume. Your body of work is your your resume. Yeah, Don't but make it's a not answering the decision. question
0: of if you're playing banged up. You know, you're playing in a meaningful game and all that. Like, why yeah, are you well, going to put I'm yourself out If I'm banged up, there? I'm not playing. If yeah. I'm banged
4: up, I'm not playing. Like, that, like that's what that's I'm saying. Is, soft, is, is those all, soft all tissue injuries, I'm out of there.
0: All these guys at this point in time of the season are dealing with something. And now you've got a coach who's saying, Well, we're making financial decisions. It's like, if you're his agent and you're looking at into next year saying, Well, I don't know if we're going to be on the team or not, you're probably saying, Hey, man, if, uh, you, know, if you can't go, it's all right. Just make sure you let him know. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, why, why would any of these guys want to stick their neck out just because we're saying, Oh, it's a cutthroat league? Yeah, if what you put on film is your resume, if you're not 100%. Why would you go on
3: Hey, <laughs> remember, remember that tight hamstring I had when we were trick-or-treating? <laughs> For yeah. some reason it just popped back up again all these months later. I don't know what it is. So next thing you know, they're can, sitting in a can you out.
4: can you can you um can you do the read, man? You know, you're not paying attention to the clock, Jonas. I mean, you know what? You make too much money. So I'm I'm about to have to go talk to uh Damn. Scott and Don and tell them that you're you're gonna have to um waive your injury rights and, and all that <laughs> stuff and you're gonna have to perform without having um those, you know, guarantees, man. Damn. Damn. You know, I'm
3: just saying, bro. Yeah, but Come I do on. still I have Jeez. an I do still have an office. So there is that. Uh, by the way, it is two really? pros and a no. Hey. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So we are going to have the <laughs> usuals coming up later on. We got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've also got Albert Breer stopping by. He's going to have more on this story, including others in the NFL involving quarterbacks, head coaches on the hot seat, all of that stuff. We've got you out. We've also got over unders looking ahead to, to Thursday night football and a latest edition of Bowl Bonanza for you here coming up at hour two of the program. It's all yours until nine a.m. Eastern Time, six o'clock Pacific, from the entire iraq.com studios but coming up next it could be revenge for one quarterback in the nfl we'll tell you who it is right here on fsr
1: be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app
0: hi this is jay glazer and you may know me for the world of
3: People at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash two pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash two pros.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
2: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Consider us your Star Sleuths, your cheese my besties, digging beneath Los Mejores Éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons.
3: Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon.
2: Aw, Joseph.
3: Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Toro Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: They planned out in the locker room in Denver. Oh man. Look look, look look, look I look 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 Why Why you gonna
3: pile on right Russ there? like that, Lavar? what do he ever do to you?
4: I said I said in Denver.
3: Yeah.
4: I'm not piling on Russ, I'm piling on all them dudes that that Q talking about got them soft tissue injuries. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, stay alive, <laughs> baby. Stay alive. <laughs>
3: It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up a little over 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We may have a solution To One of the debates currently going on in the NFL. We'll get into that for you again, 15 minutes from now here on FSR. So we do have ourselves the kickoff of week 17 in the NFL coming up later on tonight. We got the Jets. We got the Browns. It's in Cleveland. You got Cleveland as a seven and a half point favorite. And you've got some revenge, a little bit of revenge maybe on the mind for one Joe Flacco. We talked about it yesterday. They're going wacko for Flacco in Cleveland. So Joe Flacco spoke earlier this week about his thoughts in seeing his former team coming up later on
1: tonight. I enjoyed my time while I was there. It is what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be where I am. That's for sure. There's 32 teams in the NFL. They're just another one of those teams. Got a lot of guys over there I really respect and hadn't had an awesome few years with in that locker room. So a lot of respect for those guys.
3: Do we think Kevin Stefanski is going to dial it up for Joe later on? going to dial it up and he's just going to slice and dice that Jets uh, defense?
0: I I think maybe if Amari Cooper is healthy, which is a big issue. He had a heel injury, and given that it's a short week, granted at home, if he doesn't play, that's a big problem. I don't know how much he's going to be dialing up anything because Amari Cooper has flown under the radar of being one of the better big play wide receivers for Cleveland and really in the league this season. So. Uh, his, you know, whether or not that dialing up happens probably depends on whether Mario Cooper's on the other end of a lot of that dialing up, if you will, Jonas.
4: Hell yeah.
3: Nothing like dialing it up.
4: Yeah, dialing it up. Well, one thing we know for certain, Aaron Rodgers won't be uh, making an appearance in this game. I, I oh, can, shots I fired. I that. Shots fired. Nice. You yeah. know. Shots fired I'm from just, Atlanta. Uh, damn. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, your, your biggest name brand quarterback in this game is Joe Flacco. Flacco. Joe Flacco is going to be doing it. Flacco going wacko for Flacco. Wacko um, for Flacco. <laughs> you gotta you gotta go wacko for Flacco <sighs> with what he's doing right now. And and listen, if th- this this offense of New York is is not not very good, obviously, no. with, with everything that they're going through, but the defense is still formidable. You know, so so it's still one of them type of games. You can't allow this to be a trap game if you're Cleveland. You got to go in and you got to treat this team as if it is the most dangerous team in the National Football League that you're going to play against. And you got to be able to, whether you have Amari Cooper or not, you have to find a way to navigate the field enough where you, you give your, you know, you give your team the, the the opportunity to win the game, and 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 the defense for Cleveland is going to be obviously they're and they're playing very well as well, um, but this is still one of those games you can't take it light. And for Joe Flacco, I don't know that it's, you know, I've always enjoyed guys that have, like, a a level of maturity and a level of balance in how they handle things. And being in the D.C., you know, DMV area and watching all of pretty much, you know, his career in in Baltimore, he's always seemed to be a real, real level-headed, real type of uh, grounded type of person. So I think all the opportunity that has come his way and since being being, you know, the guy named the starter with everything that's taken place in, in Cleveland, I mean, he's really put himself in a very, very strategically um, sound and, and very like kind of positive position moving forward. If and if it's, you know, his his I guess his his. Thing to move forward and continue to play after this season
3: so cleveland's gonna clinch playoff spot if they win later on tonight and if they win later on tonight i would imagine cleveland and fans of the browns are going to get buckled afterwards because there's probably a lot of people that are off work it's a thursday night they're already gonna get started on new year's they're gonna celebrate their team second time second playoff appearance for them in over 20 years for the cleveland browns so good for the fan base and just really good stories all the way through because if you think about it you got stefanski as we talked about yesterday who's up for coach of the year you can make an argument for Flacco as comeback player of the year Miles Garrett as Defensive Player of the Year. Like it, it's been a, a really impressive season for the Browns, and it just started off so odd with the Deshaun Watson stuff early on in the year. Seems like a long time. Well,
4: ago. they need to have a an award for Deshaun Watson too, called the "I you gotcha award. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you really think about it, this team is is getting it done despite. And I just, I'm just, just curious, do you think, how much better is this team if Deshaun Watson is, is healthy? I mean, he looked like he was on, on his way, on track to, to have some really, really positive impact on the team before all the injuries and, and stuff, trying to figure out where the injuries were. And then we found out it was the shoulder. But, you know, he's got to handle the shoulder issue. That's got to be a concern. Right. If, if you you're going forward with Deshaun Watson, that's got to be a major concern. And how good do you think he makes his team moving forward, knowing that you're under contract the way that you are with him? Isn't that it, Doesn't that have to like there has to be a lot of questioning being being uh, being done in Cleveland. And it has to be specific to what are you going to do with Deshaun Watson? I mean, I think you know what you're going to do yeah. with him, but is, aren't there a lot of questions that are
0: surrounding that? Well, I mean, look. I, I guess if Stefanski wants to take a page out of Sean Payton's playbook, he's oh. always asking to avoid his guarantees. Like, <laughs> I mean, look. It's apparently it's fair game now. You know, you, you get to agree to a contract and not not honor that contract. That's the world we live in nowadays.
3: I mean, Flacco Dang. Flacco's been the best quarterback for the Browns all year, Deshaun included. So this is the best quarterback play they've gotten, and you could make the
0: case he's been one of the better quarterbacks the last four games. He has. <laughs> I mean, I think he's thrown for the most yards, like 1,300 yards in four games, 10 touchdown passes. I mean, he's, he's, done, he's done the job, man. He's, it's been fun to watch um, such an unassuming figure, you know, because you came into the season not thinking this was going to be the case. And then you see, obviously, that the direction that the Jets have gone, and they could have went with Flacco, but instead they didn't. Flacco. And now, instead, we see the Cleveland Browns with a chance to go to the playoffs with the win tonight at home. So, I'm
4: rooting do for. Do they him. ask him to take a pay? Do they ask Deshaun to take a pay cut? Have they already asked him to take a pay cut? No way. I, I, I think he'll.
3: They restructured it in, before the off season, right? I think they did. They no, re... it's fully guaranteed. Well, no, but they they asked him to. They, they did something with the contract. I remember that Probably. being a story before the year.
0: I don't
4: think they're so. going to try they to get did, I, one I think of the hey, a, a tiny type. Probably lowered his cap hit. The whole thing's
0: guaranteed. Yeah,
3: we, no, it was it was something like that. I just remember they did something Yeah, they probably just the give
0: a greater signing bonus. They
3: give more cash. Yeah, he's just yeah. hanging out though. Now he's just kind of hanging out, just watching everything.
6: They restructured it to create thirty-five plus million dollars in cap space. Yeah,
3: yeah. by
0: di- oh, diverting that's, some of the salary into signing thing. bonus. So that's that's how you do it essentially.
3: Good for the brownies. Yeah, good. but he's them,
0: still got a fully guaranteed so.
3: So coming up next, we are going to talk about a solution, a potential solution to one of the great NFL debates all season long, and it's yours here.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
3: People at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash two pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash
1: two pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
2: terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota.
3: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, about 12 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to talk about one of the great punishments. In the NFL all year long. What a a great story. And it feels like somebody's not being totally forthright with what happened. We'll get into that for you again coming up here about 12 minutes from now on FSR. A reminder before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you missed any of today's show, including earlier this hour, we discussed somebody in the NFL getting absolutely screwed over by his own team. Be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air.
1: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you
3: missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee DeLap.
6: Good. Morning everybody, morning Jonas, morning Brady. Good morning, Lavar. Guys, in case you miss it, we've been talking a lot about this MVP race. Uh the lap it's heating up. That is great, right, Lavar. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about that heating up. MVP race and uh, one person who has a possible solution would be Mr. Barry Sanders, who brings up the fact. Hey, Lee. hey Brady, <laughs> <laughs> who took to Twitter to say, "You know, this award is going to a quarterback. Uh, I rushed for two thousand yards in '97, and they made me co-MVP with Brett Favre. I do think there's a shot Christian will split it with insert quarterback here. To be clear, Brett did deserve it as much as I did. I guess that was the point. I how do you choose one player?" Player most seasons, yeah, it's not as fun though. You know, when like you're splitting it, it just doesn't feel as as cool. Like you, you want to piss they people
3: co-MVP,
4: off. They co They they co MVP McNear and Manning one year.
3: Yep, two thousand three. Yeah, great yeah. take, Jonas. At least I sound good though. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I'll put it this way. First off, I was reminded last night watching the Holiday Bowl. <laughs> Barry Sanders was ridiculous. I mean, like, as Jeez. great as he was in the NFL, obviously, arguably the greatest running back of all time, uh, he was incredible in college. Like, the numbers he put up were just ridiculous compared to even some of the greatest some of the more recent, you know. But I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm so tired of the offensive player of the year just being, like, anyone other than a quarterback and the MVP being be, be a quarterback, you know, deal. It, it basically has become that, so... It is what it is. I mean, you could make the same case for a defensive player of the year. It just goes to an edge rusher. Or to
4: Heisman. Yeah.
0: yeah, Heisman too for that for that matter, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, even if you look at defensive player of the year, it's, it's an edge rusher, not a linebacker. Yeah, it's an edge rusher. Oftentimes, not yeah, a safety, cornerback. Right. But it's just it's who has the most sacks. All right, cool. He should win it. So we, we've un- unfortunately become extremely lazy um, in, in handling a lot of these awards because we just kind of resort to the simplest uh fastest way of deciding who should win it and it's a lot of times you know he's right it just ends up being a quarterback
3: and by the way if Christian McCaffrey doesn't win it and he probably won't he's doing all right just want to I point think so. that out yeah he's doing fine yeah, okay. I mean,
4: I'll, somebody's I'll, giving him an MVP award. Yeah, that's for certain. I'll show you
3: that. I'm not that. even
4: so sure he's the MVP. <laughs>
3: Let me tell you something. I'll show you the trophy right now if you want proof. Give me a second here. There you uh, go. Leave I'm it just saying.
4: I don't know that he's the MVP of that situation. <laughs> okay. Oh, we caught it the first time, Q. We we was right there with you, standing at the front doorstep, <laughs> knocking hi. at the door. Hi, we're back. <laughs> hi, hi. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. I
3: don't want to go on a cruise. Two pros and a cup of joe here. Uh, Lee, what, <laughs> Lee, what else are we working with?
6: Guys, uh, in case you missed it, a weird back and forth between Debo Samuel and Cam Newton. Cam Newton's obviously been in uh, the public eye calling Brock Purdy a game manager. Well, uh, Debo Samuel was with uh, Kay Adams saying, you know, Cam Newton stopped texting my phone. He was acting like a fan last two weeks. That's mad crazy. You wanted me on your podcast after talking about my quarterback, which is funny to me. Cam Newton came back saying, I don't even have your phone number. You got to show the receipts. Debo replied with those receipts, but it turned out those receipts were, in fact, from Catfish of a couple teenagers. Oh, oh, got him. Got him good. So Debo did take down those those tweets late last night. <laughs> yeah. Yikes.
0: Uh, I gotta be honest with yikes. you, like, I have a method where, like, I don't really respond back to anyone if I don't have their number on my phone. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a standard deal. Like, DM, nothing. Like, usually don't respond back unless I know who it is. <laughs> I noticed uh, that
4: every time I hit you up, like, hey, Q, how you doing today, man? Nothing. Oh, here's how it
0: is. First off, <laughs> that's not true. Because I'm pretty sure that I true. texted you that first the true. last time to say Merry Christmas. And I yeah, texted you the first time true.
3: before
4: that. And you got receipts.
3: Too. I mean, he, right. get, he gets back to me right you're away. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. Like that's not true. Media. You know, what Jonas well, does. I, I don't. They. I don't hit you at all, Jonas. Yeah. You well, know here's it. the
0: point with Jonas. <laughs> Jonas acts like done? he's always so busy when done? he's not on the show that he can't, like he can't answer. He's doing this. He's and he washes his hands about twelve times a day. I so just if you do call him, he's usually going to answer the phone while he's he's going number one. Or why he's washing his hands? I, like that's, just, his, that's his move every time. I go don't ahead, defend yourself. I, or don't, don't forget
4: about lotion. Don't don't forget about lotion.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, you wash yeah, your hands that much. He's you gotta, usually you lotioning
4: lotion his hands as yeah. well. You know. Yeah.
3: And uh and, and normally my yeah. big my big move with Brady is uh, I'll go walkie talkie. I'll do the voice note while I'm going number one because you know you got the walkie talkies go away. By the way, why they're did not. They, go away? they didn't go away. I use the walkie talkie all the time on my phone. Just drop somebody you remember a note. the
4: Nextel, the Nextel phones with the walk toot, toot, toot. You remember, you didn't have to use cell service; you just used it as a as a walkie-talkie.
3: Watch, gonna, Y'all remember that? Watch, I'm going to send you guys a voice note right now. Here, I'll do it right now. Yeah, I'm
4: not going to answer that. Well, voice come note. on, please. <laughs> like I'm not going to answer it either. If Q's not answering it, I'm not answering it. All right, here we go. I'm going to send you guys right now.
6: What else we got, Lee? Guys, Cam, uh, the Pistons have a chance to extend that uh, losing streak. They're at 27. They have a chance to extend it to 28 versus the Celtics tonight.
4: Oh, good luck. Nice.
1: (laughs) Very nice. Oh, oh.
6: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you
2: get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We're the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen.